Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you're listening, whoa. Sing it back and Second down and seven. Patriots. Zappi to the end zone is going to be hauled in for the touchdown by Hunter Henry. In order to see fruit, you got to toil for it. I think too many people don't want to toil for it. They just want to walk out here and think that they're going to make plays and think that they're going to uh, perform at a high level. Um, I think we need to have more people that want to work for it. The two going deep, going for it all. Complete. Either guys learn or, you know, you got to change who's in there. Um, you know, myself included. If, if I can't execute, then you got to take me out. Um, that's just the way the group rolls. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they look at the schedule. They're seven and four. You got two two-win teams coming in on Sunday and Thursday and lose both. Yeah, just uh, one of the bigger surprises, especially the fact that they're here in Pittsburgh to lose the two teams. Rock meet bottom. The Steelers with back-to-back losses against two win teams. And now they find themselves in a massively precarious spot. Seven and six. And I think more than anything, a locker room and a fan base that quite frankly feels like it's had enough. It's had enough of one person, and that's Mike Tomlin. It's had enough of the way things have been done here. It's had enough of hype without delivery, of expectation with no follow-through, and with a standard that I would say is not being lived up to, but I'm not really sure what the hell the standard is. Josh Roundtree with you tonight until 10.30. I sat there all day today, and I thought, man, I'm, I'm fired up. I think the fan base is angry, and I'm trying to represent the fan base with this show, and and you're going to hear some anger and we're going to get you on the line and and people are going to be angry. But the feeling after digesting uh, the turd sandwich that was last night and the last five days, really, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
the feeling that I get from it is just kind of bummed out to the point of of near apathy almost. And and that's a dangerous territory to get into for the Pittsburgh Steelers, for Mike Tomlin. And above everybody else, the number one person who needs the finger pointed at them, the, the pointer finger, not the middle one. I'm not advocating for that. If you're going to point the finger right now, and I could understand why you would maybe want to go with the other one after watching what you watched last night. But if you're going to point the finger at somebody right now, it's not Eddie Faulkner slash Mike Sullivan. It's not Mitch Trubisky. It's not anybody wearing a jersey. It's not necessarily Mike Tomlin, though it's warranted there. The person who deserves the most blame right now for all of this is the guy that signs all of their checks. It's Art Rooney. Art Rooney is the one right now that needs to see the blame, that needs to be called out. Art Rooney is the one that has let this go on. This has run its course, Mike Tomlin. He has been allowed to have too much power, too much say-so, too much influence on roster construction and the overall performance and play of the team. And now what's happening is a team that really was never very good this year. Let's just be honest with it. Let's let's call it what it is right now. A team that was never very good, but that found ways, found ingredients, found recipes to win. Now, the comeuppance is starting for that team. Now is the time where we're truly starting to see who the Pittsburgh Steelers are. And what that is, is just not a very good team and a a team that is not very well coached. For a long time, I have, to, to be honest, I've been a Mike Tomlin fan, a Mike Tomlin supporter. I've had frustrations, I think, just like you have over the last few years, but I have never, and when I hosted the show on Tuesday, my opinion has kind of changed since then. I said on Tuesday that I, I wasn't quite at the point of this guy needs to be fired. The last couple of days with last night involved, man, I I am starting to switch over to that side if I have to be totally honest. And it feels like the first time, the first time that the collective in this town, the town itself, the city of Pittsburgh and beyond, Steeler fans, the collective has started to turn on its head coach. There's always been people that have hated Mike Tomlin. Let's get that out in the open. From day one, there have been people that do not like Mike Tomlin. Whatever the reasons were, we don't need to get into, but there are people who have not liked him from the start. I I liked Mike Tomlin. Even until recently, I, I felt like the guy is a really good coach. He gets the most out of his players. He's 
a guy that players want to play for. But last night, entering that locker room after the game, looking at the players, seeing them talk amongst themselves, hearing what they said outwardly in these last two games. But overall, the general vibe that I got, I started to wonder, is that still the case? Do these players want to give it their all for Mike Tomlin anymore? I think that there are a couple that do. Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, those are guys that that want to play hard. Sure. You can't win in the NFL with two or three guys or four guys or even five or six that want to play hard. And there's a lot of blame to go around, but the ultimate blame has to go to the very top here. It has to. This, you know, stability and comfort and non-losing seasons, which, you know, that's just become a punchline now as opposed to something that you can hang your hat on if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and if you're Mike Tomlin, to be totally honest. But the stability that Mike Tomlin has provided here, that's great for somewhere like Cleveland or Detroit or Washington or Jacksonville or Arizona or Houston. Franchises that have turned over coaches fairly regularly. What Mike Tomlin has done here has been It's been really good. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He won a Super Bowl. He went to another. He wins a lot of regular season games. But at some point, at some point, it's not enough. And, you know, you'll hear the national media pundits, and you've heard them, the Rich Eisens, the Peter Kings, the so-ons, the so-forths. They've come out and said, well, if you're a Steeler fan and you want to get rid of Mike Tomlin, uh, you're out of your mind. You're idiots. What are you talking about? What they have accomplished under Mike Tomlin has been great, but here's the deal. They set the standard. Art Rooney, the Rooney family, set a standard. Mike Tomlin set a standard. They have come out and said our expectation is to win a championship. All of a sudden, that expectation became, well, making deep playoff runs. Then it was just getting into the playoffs. And Art Rooney said as much, you know, any year that you get into the playoffs is a good year. It doesn't matter if you get smacked by 40 against the Chiefs or if you lose to the Browns and Baker Mayfield or if Blake Bortles punks your Hall of Fame quarterback. That's not what matters. Getting into the playoffs, that's a good season. As you walk into their locker room, and I did it last night before I went into, uh, honestly, what it it, kind of felt like walking into a funeral home. When I walked in, I saw right there on the wall, big, bold letters as you walk into their locker room. The standard is the standard. They can pump their chest. They can talk about stability. They can talk about regular season wins and non-losing seasons and always being in the mix and the tradition, the pride, et cetera, et cetera. That's cool. 
all that stuff is really nice. You know what I would rather have? A Super Bowl. A team that looks like it's capable of winning a Super Bowl or going to a Super Bowl or even making a deep playoff run, perhaps. But we're looking at seven years now, seven years in which the Steelers will not have a playoff win. Seven years without a playoff win. Do you understand that there are guys who qualify for the utmost pension in the NFL, the seven-year pension, I believe that's what it still is, seven years you get that vested pension in the NFL that have been a part of this league and have never seen the Steelers win a playoff game? That is the drought right now that we are looking at here in Pittsburgh with this organization. And yes, I have never, never outwardly said they need to fire Mike Tomlin. I have never said that. Not once. I've said I. the most recent comment that I made even about that before this season was after Ben Roethlisberger retired and they were struggling and you could tell that, that it was going to be a transition period, I said Mike Tomlin deserves the luxury of of getting to oversee the new quarterback. He deserves to go out there and prove that he can develop and win with the quarterback that they pick. They picked Kenny Pickett. We're in year two of Kenny Pickett. It has not resulted in what they had hoped for. Mike Tomlin has not developed Kenny Pickett. And yes, I know Mike Tomlin is a defensive coach, he does not develop a quarterback, quote-unquote, but I look at Mike Tomlin and I am referring to his staff. He hired an offensive coordinator and, and doubled down on that guy, attached himself to that guy who had no business calling plays in the NFL. Matt Canada should have never been hired in the first place, should have never been promoted in the second place, and should have never been retained in the third place. And Mike Tomlin made all of those decisions, and it got to the point where, apparently, Art Rooney said, enough is enough. Well, guess what, Art? It's time that you say enough is enough to the whole deal. It's time to clear it out. It just is. And we can sit here and have this conversation without hating Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, ring of honor, one of the greatest coaches that the NFL has seen in the modern era. But there comes a time where even the best, it just doesn't click anymore. You cannot get rid of the entire roster. You can't. And there's guys on this roster that love Mike Tomlin and want to play for Mike Tomlin. You know what? They can love and play for somebody else. They can. I don't want this to happen, but it just feels like it's necessary at this point. It feels like we have been through this now for the last few years of, well, you know, the seed is maybe going to start getting a little warmer here on Mike if he doesn't win a playoff game. Then the next year comes and it's, well, you know, the seat's going to start getting a little warmer on Mike if he doesn't win a playoff game next year. And we just, we go through this same thing year after year after year with this guy. At what point does it become real? At what point does it become factual? When do we look at this and say we can't just keep having this same conversation of, well, next year's going to be the year. That's when we're going to decide if this seat needs to start really heating up on the guy. 
Listen, I, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. I am. I think he has what it takes, and sure, he will become a, a head coach in the NFL within seconds of being let go by the Steelers or traded by the Steelers if that is what happens. And rightfully so. He should be in very high demand. He will be the biggest name on the free agent coaching market if they do get rid of him. And if they trade him, he will have big-time return attached to him. And I have never, never sat here and said, it is time to fire Mike Tomlin. But, but I've reached that point. I've just reached the point where it feels necessary. It feels like the only way out right now. And unfortunately, and again, I don't want to see anybody lose their job here. But it, 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 this is for the betterment of the organization, and it just feels like it needs to happen now. If not now, when? How long is it prolonged? That's what the Steelers need to ask, ask themselves, and more importantly, that's what Art Rooney needs to ask himself. Can this get turned around with Mike Tomlin? That's the question that should have been asked three, four years ago. And the answer right now appears to be no. And it looks like it's time for a change. What are your thoughts? 412-928-9370. I'm really curious to hear, is there anybody out there that actually right now here tonight thinks that Mike Tomlin should be the head coach going forward after this year? I would love to hear that that side of it. I would, and I I well I I wholly welcome it because the vibe that I have gotten this week is that there is a collective, the town in general, is ready to move on. What about you? Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. That's the number. We'll take your calls next. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's the Fan Evening Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Lord, we got a lot of calls off that last segment, so we're going to get to them right now. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's the uh, Fan Evening Show. Uh, I, I, I'm put. I'm putting this squarely on Art Rooney tonight. We could talk about Mike Tomlin. We could talk about Faulkner Sullivan. We could talk about players, motivation, yada yada yada. Matt Canada, the ghost of his offense, still rearing its ugly head last night, like that second reverse that they tried, or the uh, the halfback uh, uh, or the tight end pass attempt that was nearly intercepted from the two yard line. We, I mean. We can get into all that, and we will get into all of that. We have four more hours in this show, so Lord knows we're going to need to talk about a lot of things here. But right now, right off the bat, I look at this and say Art Rooney's got to do something. And whether that is a change at head coach or – and we're going to get into why this is, becomes very complex here when you talk about the, the immediate future of the Steelers. He's got to make a really tough decision here, Art Rooney, this offseason. A really tough decision. We'll talk more about that as we go. Let's grab your calls, though. Up first is Bake in the Rocks. What's up, Bake? What's going on, guys? How you doing? I'm good. What's up? Good. So, first, I'm, I'm not going to overreact because, you know, I'm 32 years old. I've seen two Super Bowls. Um, you know, I, anything from, from here on out for in my lifetime is cherry on the top. Okay? I could tell my kids about the 05 six seeds that went on the, you know, on the road and, and – uh, won the Super Bowl, but it's what a very, I'm it's a very is, poised, uh, poised point of view that not many people share with you, Bake. But please go yeah, ahead. And that's okay because winning's hard, number one. Yeah. But But I will say this, man. What, what's frustrating about the Steelers is the Steelers are always they think there's something that they're not anymore. Okay, and. The, you know, to have that mindset that we're we're the Steelers, we're a bot, we we know what we're doing. We're the Steelers. They always do that. It's arrogance. To, it's arrogance. It's arrogance. And, and and another thing that I think of, and like you know, Tomlin's a good coach, and he might do good somewhere else, but and he needs to be somewhere else because the message has clearly gone silent, and it just needs to, we need a new culture, right. you know. People lost respect, and people like me lost respect for Tomlin when all the A.B. stuff came out. You know, he's showing up late to practice. You know, he's he's, he's coming in you know, 15 minutes before the game. You know, it doesn't – you know, that's not Tomlin's fault. Part, like, everything is not Tomlin's fault. A, a lot of what, what that is is Rooney, too. You know, uh, um, Art Rooney right now is probably the most distant owner the Steelers ever had. You know, this is oh, his daddy. Yeah. daddy gave him a, a team, and he don't really – he just lets Tomlin do everything, and yep. that's fucking with him, right? And yep. you're, now you're seeing what, what – we're not the Steelers anymore. You know, people think that we are, and they think that they are, and, and we're not. Yeah, no, it, Bake, thanks for the call, man. It, it, it has gotten far removed from from that era, from that time, but yet they want to act like they are still very much that team. And that's a problem. You're not that team anymore. You're not that franchise anymore. There's great history. There is stability. But the the winning ways and the connectivity from top to bottom don't seem to be there in the same way that they were in the past. 
that's not the worst thing in the world, but when you start losing, it's going to get magnified. Sean in the car up next. What's up, Sean? Hey, Josh. I just want to agree with you. You're 100% correct correct that art is the one that at the top right now needs to do something about it because you mentioned that they've set a standard the Rooney family and the Pittsburgh Steelers and that standard is championships and winning however they're simply facing anything with Tomlin sticking around on just winning because he can go over 500 every year anymore and championships are kind of just in the back thought and when this relation you look at this relationship with Tomlin and the Steelers it's like a real life relationship that has just become stagnant. There's no passion there. There's no love. Now it's just, well, we're in it to be in it. And Philadelphia had that with Andy Reid. The Cincinnati Bengals had that with Marvin Lewis. It was just simply, it's time to move on and try something new. And that's what they need to do because if you really look at Tomlin's accomplishments over the last decade, really, his main accomplishment, more than anything, is having a 500 record with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges at quarterback, when really, and that's coming from the blindsided Steeler fans that say, oh, well, he's not, he's doing everything he can, he's doing everything he can. Really, the biggest accomplishment that Mike Tomlin has in the last decade is a negative one, and that's the wasting of the Killer B era with Ben, Brown, and Bell. Absolutely. No, there's there's no doubt, Sean. Thanks, Ben, for the call. There's no doubt. I mean, there have been – I mean, look, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback who was still very much in his prime, and they never got the job done. I mean, they went to an AFC championship, got beat up by, uh, by the Patriots, uh, and they struggled to get back to that point. I mean, they three playoff wins in a decade. They have as many playoff wins in the last decade as the Pirates do. Think about that. If that doesn't scream red flag, I don't know what does. It's it's a run of really successful regular season football that has just not carried over into the postseason at nearly the rate that it should. Kevin in the North Hill is up next. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Josh, uh, I think uh, that, that term apathy could become a reality which would be problematic because, you know, when you have hope for your team, uh, you know, then you have some anger, some frustration, but you have hope. But with this current coaching uh, setup, I mean, I don't care how good your players are. There's too many good teams in the NFL with great coaching staffs, and you just cannot, I think, win a Super Bowl unless you have – you know, top-notch coaching from top to bottom, and we just don't have that. I, I agree, and, and, you know, you mentioned Kevin Apathy. Thanks for the call. You, you, you know, look, look no farther than the team that's that's right down the street from them that plays their home games right down the street. You know, I think there's a large amount, and, and you guys know this, I've covered the Pirates all year pre- and post-game, but I think that there's a large amount of Pirates fans who have become somewhat apathetic towards the team. Where it's just like, well, you know, they're not going to be very good, but, you know, it is what it is. That's way worse than what we're experiencing today. I mean, you guys are lined up with callers here. <laughs> You've been calling all day. You've been angry. You're pissed. And I get it. And you should be. And that's good that you are, but it's only going to be good if the team listens. You know, coming into this week, Seven of the eight first-place divisional teams have offensive head coaches, and the other one is the Ravens, who have a special teams coach. Their head coaches all come from offensive backgrounds. The Steelers are rolling with defense. 
And I'm not saying you can't get into first place with a defensive head coach, but the flow of the NFL is clearly starting to change here. It's going in a different direction, and the Steelers, look, I mean, I'm not going to say that they can't do it with a defensive head coach. I don't think that that's necessarily the right approach because football is cyclical. Things go in waves, but right now it appears to be an organization that is you could say behind the times or the game has passed them by or trying to counter what the league is doing by doing what they're doing. And it's, it's not working. It's not working. And last night was embarrassing and an embarrassing example of it not working. Oaks in the car. What's up Oaks. Hey Josh, how you doing? And, and Charlie, I'm very sorry that I thought you were Harry Callis. I, uh, <laughs> I feel really bad about that. Charlie, anyway, Charlie forgives um, you. Okay, that, thank God. But, All is well. Um, <laughs> so, Tomlin and so many defensive players in their press conferences has talking has ta- have talked about how they need splash right on defense. And regardless of the first half, how twenty one points got racked up very quickly in the second half, I can't even begin to say how much splash there was. Nearly a pick six, a blocked punt. And then the offense is standing around. Pickens is wide open, standing in the end zone when they threw that goofy pitch play to Warren. And I feel like Tomlin's losing the team. And when you watch guys like Dan Campbell and some of these other great coaches, their guys love to play with them. And I feel like the Steelers are losing that. And I feel like Tomlin is losing the team. And I would just love to hear your thoughts about that. Oaks, I don't disagree with you, man. Thanks. Um, I got to tell you, in that locker room last night, I'm not – I got to be careful how I approach this. I don't want to repeat conversations that I overheard that were private, but what I will say is that it certainly felt like there was a mounting frustration within that locker room last night. That there was – in some cases, maybe a checked out mentality from some. In others, there was a ticked off mentality. There was disbelief from some. And I think that there was very outward frustration starting to build uh, from others. And you can understand all of those opinions right now. That's the thing. I'm not I'm not blaming anybody for feeling that way or, or necessarily acting any sort of way after the game last night. I, I'm not. I think it's understandable. But... You talk about a coach losing a locker room. This is supposed to be the ultimate player's coach, right? This is the coach that the league looks at and says, hey, who do you want to play for? And and they pretty much unanimously say Mike Tomlin. Like He's that number one coach that you would want to play for. And it's starting to feel like maybe internally there are questions going on. And how could there not at this point? Look, it was no secret that this team, the players, did not like Matt Canada. I have it on very good authority that there was a very collective sigh of relief in that locker room amongst some key offensive players when Matt Canada was relieved of his duties. I was told that. There was, not that they were throwing a block party or anything, but there was a collective sigh of relief when that happened because he had lost the offense. He had lost the majority of the players. And the question I have is, 
now that Matt Canada is not there maybe to point the finger at, is it starting to be pointed at the head coach? All right, we got to hit a quick break. I know we got a bunch of you on the line still. We'll try to get to you when we get back. I'm Josh Roundtree. This is this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Fan Evening Show. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We've been coming clean tonight, that's for sure. Coming clean is brought to you by WetGo. Go Unlimited. Visit getgocafe.com slash unlimited for more details. You have uh, certainly chimed in here. Let's get back to the phone lines. A lot of you have been waiting patiently. Uh, Dan and Baldwin up next. Hi, Dan. Hi, I've been uh, thinking about this. So jumping the shark, when Mike Tomlin lost to Jacksonville in 2017, that was the moment, I think, when I realized that I couldn't root for this team anymore because it was year in and year out. Uh, it's been mediocrity since with the fluky 11-0 season. And it's finally crazy to see the national media is finally starting to harp on Tomlin when Ryan Clark was actually um, going against Mike Tomlin. Yeah. So that's something that definitely got my attention. But it's just very hard to root for this team because of the fact that no matter what, you know you're going to get a 9-8, and eight, maybe 10-7, and seven, but you're not going to get a very good result year in and year out. And I don't think Rooney knows that I run this team either because he hasn't done anything since he took over the team. I don't think that he knows what he's doing. I don't want him to be like David Tepper, but I feel that he's going to go too far in extreme. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, Dan, and thanks for the call, um, I think for Art Rooney – no, you don't want him to be like David Tepper. You don't want him to be like Jerry Jones. You don't want him to be like Jim Irsay. I mean, it's fine to be a an owner who stands back a little bit. The problem is at some point you need somebody to step up. You need somebody to make a decision. I mean, they don't they don't operate really with a a quote unquote team president or anything like that. I mean, it, it's the ownership, the GM, the coach. I mean, there's kind of a three way structure there. And, look, the GM doesn't have the capability to dismiss or get rid of coaches. The owner apparently does. Um, you know, and, and so you do need, I think, more attention or more involvement. Um, 
you know, Art Rooney II's been the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers since 2003, and they've won two Super Bowls, you know, in, in that time. So he has been a part of this. Now we can, you know, sit here and bicker about, you know, who was the true influence until, you know, uh, Dan Rooney's death or, or what have you, but Art Rooney II has been an influential part of this organization. And, and look, when I say I'm pointing the finger tonight at Art Rooney, I, I am not saying that, you know, he can't or is incapable of of leading the Steelers as the owner. I'm just saying he needs to right now. This is the opportunity where he's got to step up and do something because the direction of the organization right now, I don't know that it's downward, but it's certainly not upward. It's just sort of stagnant right now. And, and I don't know how you get out of that because it, it seems like it's been just too long now when you're talking about a seventh year without a playoff win it, that's too much time. And in any other situation in the NFL, you would have to think if a coach is around and goes seven years without a playoff win, nowadays they're, they're getting fired. And in this situation, you might have the option of even trading that guy and getting tremendous value back because he is coveted around the league. Wexford Don is up next. Hi, Don. Don, you with us? All right, Don is uh, I don't know, he's at a Christmas party, maybe in the background. I don't know. Uh, DL in North Carolina has been waiting around. What's up, DL? Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. So, you know, I drive up seven hours down here in Panther Country, Panther Country, and they probably could play the Steelers and get them a second win, but I drive seven hours. All right, the guys before you talked about something, the peak elephant in the room, the Roonies would want to fire Tyler because of the Rooney rule. Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying, but that's not what the Rooney Rule is intended for. And the Steelers have a track record with Bill Nunn, uh, Joe Gillum, and whatnot. Here's what the Rooney's should do. You, you tell Tomlin, we're not going to extend you. And like they said before, what offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator wants to come for somebody with one year? Right. Let Tomlin make the call. The Rooney, Art, Dan Rooney can stand on that. He, I mean, Art Rooney can stand on the fact that he did something. My biggest problem with Tomlin is that he's gaslighting us. Well, they, they defense converted Tom. He comes in. I, I'm confused. Thomas, you man, said it's, it's you insult. DL, you said let Tomlin make the call. What what call is that? Well, you think you think Tomlin would come back for one year? You you think Tomlin wants to come back for one year? And if he comes back, let him play that one year. But you just tell him you can come back. But well, you're not I'm not letting I'm right not let, I'm not letting that decision be up to him, DL. And thanks for the call, man. I, I'm not letting him make that call. I mean, I'm just not because I mean, here's the deal. Th this goes beyond Mike Tomlin, and, and what he's referring to is you know this is an interesting crossroads right now because Mike Tomlin has one year left on his contract. You are not going to get a great offensive mind to come in here and be a coordinator for a coach that is on a one-year contract, a lame duck coach. That ain't going to happen. What's going to happen if Mike Tomlin is not extended and is brought back is they'll probably end up circling around trying to interview people. No one's going to jump at it, and it'll be Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan doing this weird duo dance that they're doing right now that is not working. And they'll be the OCs next year, the co-OCs next year. And that's a really bad spot to be in, trust me. A last-year head coach ain't good. That's not good for anybody. It is a bad situation. And that's what's being set up right now. All right, we got to get 
Two of you in very quickly here because we got to get out uh, here at the top of the hour. Dante in the car is up next. Hi, Dante. Yeah, hey, I'm a first-time caller to your show. I really enjoyed listening tonight. Thanks, man. What's going on? Hey, um, what I wanted to point out is that everybody's talking about, you know, what has happened, you know, with Tomlin in terms of the number of wins or losses in the playoffs. But to me, the easiest way to say for a long time, for many, many years, that he was not a great coach is that this team has done a tremendous job at acquiring talent for decades. And if you are getting outplayed by your competition when you have better players, then that's the indication as to whether the coach is good or not. So you could go playoff game against Jacksonville where the Steelers were favored, had much better talent. They got they played Cleveland, had much better talent, uh, were favored to win. They got dumped. And there's, you know, yeah. Green Bay in the Super Bowl. There's a long list of it. And beyond that, it's just the sloppiness around it. Because what you pay a head coach for is to run a tight, clean organization. And when I talk about sloppiness, I'm talking about going into this season uh, with Canada as your offensive coordinator, for one thing, but knowing that he might not make it, and you didn't have a backup in place. So when he got forced to get rid of him, we, we, we really didn't have an offensive to race him. Right. But there's just been so many things from not managing the clock right, not managing um, you know challenges right. These are the sloppy things that guys and, like and, and there's a say, And there's a stubbornness, Dante, and thanks, man. we got to get out here. There is a stubbornness when it comes to some of those things. Like why not have a, a certified, dedicated replay person? They had that before with Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin became the defensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin got asked, hey, who is the, the replay person in the booth? And he's like, ah, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you that. Well, you're opening the door there for people wondering if that person actually exists or if it's that serious of a need or a cost. You also need somebody to help with clock management. You're right. You know, the, the timeout usage. I mean, timeouts, my goodness, last night. You know, you burn a timeout early, and it ends up costing you. Now, that's, you know, you're down at that point. You have to have more recognition. It was a first-in-goal play, and you burn a timeout. They burned another one later in the game. I mean, you need those. You need those timeouts, and, you know, it was a first-down play in the red zone, uh, and uh, – that QB sneak from five inches away. They called a timeout before that. They sent the punt unit out on a fourth down in inches, like they needed five inches, and they called a timeout. And they brought the offense back on the field and went for it. I mean, that that play right there, if you have an, a dedicated analytics person in the booth, they are saying in Mike Tomlin's headset right away, go, go for it, go. You don't have to burn a timeout and think about it. And it ended up hurting them that they didn't have that, that timeout there at the end. It's time for the annual City of Pittsburgh Gingerbread House competition. Visit this amazing display in the grand lobby of the City County Building, uh, including the Odyssey Pittsburgh Gingerbread House display, and vote online for your favorite to win people's the win to win the People's Choice Award. Details at pittsburghpa.gov forward slash gingerbread. Mike DeFabo coming up next here on the fan. I know we have some of you on the line. Uh, if you want to join us back in the next hour, I'm sorry we didn't get to you here. It's just been. Just been backed up. There's a lot of you who want to talk, and I appreciate you calling in. Uh, we'll get back, we'll get to you, though, uh, after we have Mike on the air here. Uh, I do promise you that. Uh, fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevy, 23 Silverado, 1500s, up to 7,500 
in rebates, sunchevy.com, currently 46 degrees tomorrow, cloudy in the mid-60s. I'm Josh Roundtree, Mike DeFabo coming up next with us here on the Fan Evening Show. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.